play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 160. And as Eric just put it, how'd you put it, Eric? This is the last episode. This is the last episode where I will be talking with half a skull. (laughs) Yes, because tomorrow he's going in and getting put back together again. Indeed I am. Last surgery is tomorrow. (laughs) That's excellent. Uh everybody's thoughts prayers and good vibes all send in your way and uh here's to a speedy recovery you know uh, unforeseen circumstances barred next week we'll be doing this again yes we will i'll be able i'm pretty sure i'll be able to the uh recovery time is what i've been told pretty speedy good well People send your good vibes your this way, but you won't even notice a, a difference because uh, Eric will be back on the next episode as well. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of great stuff, a lot of new stuff still still coming out. Uh, you know, a few more releases than on the last episode that we talked about uh, for episode one sixty here. Uh, we'll reach back to May eighth when Pierre Teufel put out Unsera Strassen Unsera Leiter. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that later in this episode. Mob Mentality put out Dedication. Definitely got to play that. I've been waiting. I'm going to get my vinyl. And maybe I'll play it straight off the vinyl when that arrives. Uh, That released digitally, but the vinyl is almost out. Fake Names put out Fake Names on the 8th. Territories put out a split with Vicious Cycles on the 8th. Turf Boy put out the Learn single. It's coming out on a new album, At Tension, which will be out in August. Chupascabra put out a new single, Ed Burley is the track. Antilectual put out their covers EP on the 12th. Threer put out Never Loved Mankind on the 12th. The Way Of put out self-titled The Way Of on the 12th. On the 13th, Broken Patron Saints put out Super Single EP Thing. Neat name there, huh? <laughs> on the 15th, uh, Western Addiction put out Fail Bray. Cause Riot put out Final Broadcast. The Chisel put out Deconstructive Surgery. Koti Tuhoa put out La Tuduos Destas, something like that. I'm sure I fucked that up. Also on the 15th, Call Me Malcolm put out Me, Myself, and Something Else. The Beggar Belief put out Coming Straight Through Crooked Hearts, which we'll be talking more about on this episode. What else? The Bare Minimum put out a single, Bone Storm, Spirit World, The Bringer of Light. That's a single. They have an album coming out in July. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Cut and Edge put out Face Down. Fail to Follow put out Volume 3 in the Shadows. We'll be covering that as well this episode. Noogie with Rough House and EP. Wiretap Records uh, put out a charity compilation. It's called Attention. I wanted to feature that on this episode. I just didn't get around to uh, checking it out, picking a track, getting some more information on it, hopefully on the next episode. So uh, go look that up on Wiretap Records' Bandcamp page. That came out on the 18th. Idols put out Mr. Motivator. It's a single. That's a good track. Listen to that earlier today. That came out today, the 19th. 
Sunliner put out is going to be putting out Structure, Average at Best, two tracks there, it looks like, on the 22nd. Rebel Spies will be putting out Bell Figure Presents. It's an EP, also this Friday, the 22nd. Death Ridge Boys will be putting out their EP collection, which is five tracks off of two EPs and a split they did with Savage Beat over the last half of 2019. Smiling Assassin is going to be putting out Plight of the Millennial on the 31st, and the Meddlers will be putting out Drop Culture. It's an EP also on the 31st. So quite a few still. The, the list is building. It was a huge list as of May 1st. The list has gone down considerably since then. Any of that stuff you're looking forward to, Eric? Well, I did refresh my memory that I had to go check out that Bare Minimum song. Right. That was the uh, one I was spacing on. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Because uh, I haven't heard the last two albums they put out. So this will be a bit of a, I don't know, I guess more of like a retelling for me. I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, let's see what they've uh, been up to since I since I listened to the first album. Right, right. It was good. I've listened to that single. I'm pretty sure I've listened to their last stuff. The The fortunate but unfortunate thing about doing a punk rock podcast is I listen to a shit ton of music. So sometimes some of those things can start to blur together. And I want to say, I, I know I'm pretty sure I've listened to their last one for sure, but it's hard to say. And yeah. I say for sure. <laughs> but a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff yeah, on that list. Apple Music and put it on my put it on my library. So now I know to listen to it. <laughs> right. Well, that list has a lot of great music. Everybody should go check it out. I've heard the way of. I want to listen to more, but I heard I think two tracks so far. Great. Definitely looking forward to hopefully getting to listen to more of that tomorrow, along with more of the Western Addiction. But I've also heard a couple tracks there. It was really good. I like Cause a Riot a lot. Final Broadcast is great. The Chisel, I've heard that EP, Deconstructive Surgery, it is really good. Looking forward to hearing that Chupascabra. And these are the ones that we haven't already played on the show. Like we played both tracks off that Territories and Vicious Cycles on last episode. And yeah. that's a good one. We're going to be talking about Beggar Belief on this episode. Uh, I've heard one track off of Cutting Edge. Definitely want to play them on the show. Uh, Fail to Follow. Looking forward to them on this episode. Noogie, that five-track Rough House and EP. I was just listening to that a couple hours ago. That came out uh, on the 18th. It's really good. I like it. So definitely a lot of good stuff out there, and good stuff continues to keep coming out. Yes, it does. That's always a positive thing, just uh, knowing that we'll never run out of music to listen to. Exactly, exactly. And speaking of good music, and we're playing a lot of new music, even uh, the track you picked is the oldest track, and it's, what, maybe six weeks old. Uh, played some of these guys uh, back on around that date when it came out, and you were unable to do the show because you were busy healing up. So yeah. <laughs> now we're going to play him again because you wanted to have, uh, play him and talk about him on the show. Uh, we also had a track from Intentional Overdose and uh, another one of the new tracks, Pierre Teufel. Uh, we had some of these tracks on that fundraiser compilation. So it's still out there, people. You buy it. Money goes directly to Eric to help Eric out. Still has one more surgery to go. It's a great, great compilation, 47 tracks, including one from this band. Eric, who'd you pick this week? Well, I picked the Intentional Overdose. And this was a, 
in kind of a way, like I had ran out of uh, new music to choose uh, for my own library. So I was like, okay, now's the time where I can finally go through the uh, songs that I really loved on the compilation that haven't been played yet. And this is one of them. Um, but other than the compilation, it was on their EP that they put out on the 4th of, of April. And it was the Quarantine Sessions EP. And the EP itself is pretty phenomenal. It's just full of like a bunch of uh, full of crusty, guttural, screaming punk rock that barely goes, barely just goes over a minute long for the most part. Right. Yeah. And uh, this, and I decided well, I'll, cho- I'll choose the song that was put on the compilation, which is "Satan Is Bad." It's a good track. I like it. Uh, it's very, very gracious of the band to include onto the compilation. It's a cool one. You, you made a great choice. And like I said, some are barely over a minute. This one's barely under a minute. Yep. Clocking in around like 58 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this will be, uh, be a great way to catch those people with short attention spans, right? <laughs> right. Well, let's do it. Let's play it. Satan is bad. Intentional overdose. They're from L.A. Let's get it. There it was, all 58 seconds of it. Yep, that does it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's how, that's how a lot of great punk songs were. And I mean, that was one of, the, one of my first exposures to punk music. I had never heard of a song that was under two minutes long. Right. <laughs> and then when I got introduced to hardcore music, I was like, wait, these songs are seconds long. Right, so, so many bands are able to take something great, right? Because, you know, for multiple reasons. One, uh, it's usually hardcore or, or something like that because it's so fast, so much faster. You're kind of doing the same thing that maybe some other songs are doing. You're just doing it faster, so you're speeding it up. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically how, uh, basically how hardcore started, was just like making sure that... Uh, Making sure that you are faster and louder and uh, grimier than the bands came before you. Right? It's good stuff. Uh, good band, Intentional Overdose out of L.A. Thank them again for joining on the compilation. Uh, some other new music. We're going to add an extra new track on this episode just because, again, I didn't get a chance to go over the fundraiser track. So make sure you go check out the, the Wiretap Records' Attention that, that fundraiser uh, album there, that compilation. Uh, we'll talk more about it on the next episode. This episode, though, let's do some more new music, some new stuff that officially came out on the 15th and I think is still working its way out on some other platforms. So you can go find it on iTunes for sure right now. And I believe, yes, and for sure on Spotify because I listened to it last night on Spotify as well. 
The band has failed to follow. They're from Salt Lake City. They've been a band since 2004, and they just released Volume 3, In the Shadows, EP, on the 15th. Go find it there, Spotify, iTunes. And we did have an episode July of 2018, so we're coming up on two years where we had a couple guys from the band, Grayson and Tim, they came and did, we did a fail to follow episode, a little bit different format that we did on that episode where essentially we played their new album at the time, which was Army of One, Army of One Volume One. So this is Volume Three, that was Volume One, brand new two years ago. We played the whole thing, but we talked while it played in the background. And then we listened to a little bit of uh, some of the tracks as well. So fail to follow, brand new stuff. Have you heard any of this yet, Eric? Um. Only just, I think, two songs, and both of them were uh, uh, in compilations that I heard, and I listened to the whole compilations in the front to back. So those were the songs that I heard. I can't remember the titles off the top of my head, but I do know that Modern Wasteland is one that I don't think I've heard yet. Excellent. Well, let's have you and everybody else hear it. If you haven't heard it yet here, now you will. Volume 3, In the Shadows. The track we're going to listen to from Fail to Follow is Modern Wasteland. Let's do it.
Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good stuff there. I really like that. That uh, five track there, EP is good. Uh, definitely been looking out for that for quite some time. Army of Wan, Blood Code, and now In the Shadows. All three volumes are now out. I think that is what they had planned on that, uh, you know, those EPs there. It's kind of almost like a full length, but they did it over a period of time, making them EPs and hence the volumes. Yep, pretty much. That's a pretty smart way of doing that these days. <laughs> right? You know, some yep. bands are, are doing a lot more either singles or EPs, and, and so to do them in that fashion because, you, you know, not everybody has the opportunity or, you know, the, the time to write out and record and do 15 tracks or 10 tracks even all at one time. But if you've got good ones and you want to get them out there, uh, perfect. It's a perfect way to do it. Yep, indeed. And it doesn't feel like uh, the listeners are overwhelmed with the uh, whole albums with the material. It feels like, oh yeah, we're supposed to listen to these in pieces. Exactly. Yeah. That was great. It's failed to follow. Uh, let's play a few other new tracks before we wrap up new tracks. Let's, uh, let's play the Scoffs. The Scoffs are from Seattle up in Washington. So we're going to play a band out of Seattle. We played a band out of LA, two places that are under the rule of their dictators. And it appears they're going to be on lockdown much longer than places like us here in Salt Lake City or Utah rather. And uh, that sucks for them, but we're going to play their music. Hopefully all is well for those bands. Uh, the Scoffs just released Talk is Cheap. It's an EP as well. They released that on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> uh, they've been a band since May of 2019, so celebrating them one year as a band. Uh, Talk is Cheap EP came out. The title track, Talk is Cheap, is good, but we're going to play something different. Other than the title track on this one, we're going to play the track Short Fuse. Eric, have you heard the scoffs yet? I have not heard the scoffs. This is the first time I'm even hearing the name. Well, guess what? You get to hear them right now. Yeah. 
That's the scoffs. That is awesome. I like them. <laughs> right? That's some just good, straight-up punk rock and roll right there. Yeah, definitely felt bad, especially with the way that the rhythm section and the uh, guitars were just kind of uh, emulating themselves. I was like, this is a bit of a punk beat, but it just sounds so old school. It sounds like it's uh, uh, reminiscent of like ACDC or something like that. Right? I was thinking the same thing. It had kind of a... Kind of, uh, you know, that classic rock, not, not, not like the 70s classic rock, but I guess what would equate out to like 80s classic rock sound to it. Yeah. You know, still raw enough to be a uh, punk rock sound, but still got some uh, variations on there to make it, uh, make it seem like it's paying homage to its predecessors. Right? Absolutely. Well... Let's play one more new one. This band, great band on Lake Town Records, Bier Teufel. Uh, good band. I, I should get some help from Google here. So 50 years is what it translates into in English. They have a couple tracks on that album that are in English. Most of them are in German. I'm going to play one that's mostly German, but they include some English in there. Why not a little bit of both? Uh, 50 years is what it translates to, but 50... Jahre. Jahre. That's yeah, a, yeah that's a proper, well, according to Google Translate anyway, that's a better or pronunciation of yara than I would have come up with. Yeah, they, sometimes Google can be accurate. <laughs> sometimes. We'll, we'll hope that it was accurate-ish on, on this occasion. Uh, again, like I said, they, they did Punk Rock Love Affair, which is in English. That track was on that fundraiser compilation, which is awesome. Uh, the name of the album is... Unsere Straßen, Unsere Lieder. Yeah, way better than what I'd been saying the last few weeks when I've been talking about it being new. It translates into Our Streets, Our Songs. Awesome. Uh, I think that's really cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, how, how much more uh, straightforward can you get? Exactly. And Bier Teufel, let's see if I've been uh, pronouncing that one uh, accurate-ish. It's translates from German to Beer Teufel. I don't know if that's accurate there, Google, but let's get some help with the pronunciation. Beer Teufel. Beer Teufel. It could probably mean beer truffle. Beer truffle. It could be. It could be that too. We don't know for sure, but we'll go with it. Uh, great band though. I love Lake Town Records. Uh, that mob mentality also got released on Lake Town Records and they're putting out a lot of great stuff this year and uh, in recent years as well. Uh, Punk Rock Love Affair, again, was on the fundraiser compilation. This album was officially released on May 8th. So let's listen to 50 Yara. 
Again, you'll have some German, you'll hear a little English. Let's just enjoy it all. All right. Yes, wasn't a lot of English. I didn't promise a lot of English, but there was a little bit, and I think it would help you decipher what they're singing about as far as 50 years, right? Yeah, I think so. But also another uh, another good thing about the uh, lyrics being sung in German is that it's uh, primarily, at least when uh, sung in punk rock, it just sounds even angrier because the right? uh, yeah, because the German language just sounds so much more harsh. <laughs> I like it, too. It comes across great, and that's why I definitely want to make sure we play one of those that were in German from that band. Plus, you know, why not pay tribute to the, the skinhead subculture and the skinhead movement started 50 years ago? Here's to another 50 years, and that was a great song right there by Bier Toffel. That was a great one. 
I really like those guys a lot. <laughs> yes, and go check out Punk Rock Love Affair if you want to go get their whole album. It's really good. I like it a lot. I got the digital on that one. But if you want to get that and have a second copy of that track, Punk Rock Love Affair, definitely go over and get that compilation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Help support. <laughs> That's right. Help support. Yeah, get the word out there for uh, other bands, some of them lesser known. <laughs> exactly. A lot of good stuff on there. And I've said on the last few episodes, just a lot of great tracks. Some tracks that, like this one, just came out like a week ago, a little over a week ago. Before that, that's where you were, you could get it. Now you can get it on this album too, but there's still a lot of tracks that have not been released on their albums. At least five I can think of off the top of my head that are still either not released on albums or won't be getting released anywhere else that I'm aware of unless the bands choose to release them somewhere else in the future. So still a lot of good yeah. stuff, 15 bucks, plus you'll get a ton of other stuff. Odds are not likely you have, you know, all of those tracks. Nobody. That's true. No, I didn't have any of those tracks. <laughs> right. We did a great job, a great variety. Uh, Mike, Sam, great help from those guys. And, and we did a, just a wonderful job, a great variety and a lot of great music on there. So it's good stuff. But let's talk about some older, lesser-known stuff. We talked about a lot of new stuff. Let's talk about some older, lesser-known stuff. Eric, what'd you pick for this week? Ah, uh, let's see. I picked this one, and it was really one of the one of the positive things that came about in Facebook. Who's been because I have a lot of friends on there who like to share music videos from bands who are unknown or uh, lesser-known. This one was a, a bit lesser-known to me. It was a band called Vitamin X. I hadn't heard of them either. Yeah, and I hadn't heard of them until until one of my friends shared the music video to the song About to Crack, which is from the album of the same name. And I listened to it and it had a it had that unmistakable thrash metal appeal to it and just this uh this is raunchy high pegs gravel vocals that just reminded me so much of like Iron Reagan pretty much. And it came out around the time that uh, those guys were getting huge. This is going all the way back to 2012. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the thrash, uh, the crossover fever was in full effect at the beginning of this, uh, of that last decade into the 2010s. And I think a lot of it did have to do with the municipal waste. And I do hear a lot of that influence in this song, but damn, I just couldn't. I just couldn't help but headbang to it because I'm a sucker for a lot of songs like these. <laughs> and I listened to the whole album this morning and it's pretty, it's heavy. It's dank. It's a goddamn, it's a thrasher piece. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But and this is the first song from that album. So this is like, this is like if you were putting on the CD or record and listening to it for the first time. And that is the title track about to crack. Excellent, let's do it.
that was cool. Yeah. Again, I'm having kind of a pension for uh, the shorter songs. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yeah, the last like a two months, I've been listening to a lot of long songs, so it is nice to get that transition back. But, but yeah, about the crack. That's some really, that's some crazy ass uh, thrash punk coming out of the coming out of Europe. That's fantastic. Uh, a, a good tempo, good mid tempo for the show is some thrash and some hardcore. So let's go from that thrash to this hardcore right here. The band is called Bring It On. They are from Baltimore, Maryland. Hard to find a lot of info about them. They're blue-collar hardcore, and you can find their release on A389 Recordings, which is on Bandcamp, and it was the first release of A389 Recordings. So that is where you want to go if you want to find more info about them, because I don't know a lot more about this band, but... They did release the uh, Only the Strong Survive EP there. I think it was maybe six tracks, if I'm not mistaken. And it's good stuff. Some good hardcore right here. Bring it on from Baltimore. to mention the name of the track i think it's no friend to me if you couldn't figure that out <laughs> yeah i don't think you said that I, I usually do and i started the track and i think oh, i don't know if i mentioned that i don't remember saying no friend to me but that's the name of the track no friend to me the band is bring it on and only the strong survive is the name of the ep what'd you think of that hardcore eric oh man that was some that was a very well welcomed uh, hardcore that i have 
I feel like I need to be getting back into. <laughs> right? Hardcore is so great, and uh, I like that band a lot. Sometimes you just come across bands, and there's just not a lot of information about them. If I forgot to mention, that EP was put out at the beginning of 2015, so, I mean, it's over five years old now. I don't know much about the band. Maybe the band's not even playing anymore, but you should go check out that EP, uh, Only the Strong Survive. Again, it's on A389 Recordings on Bandcamp. Listen to the rest of the tracks. It's good. There's a couple shorter ones, but most of them are right around two minutes long like that one was. It's good yeah. stuff. And let's transition into our great cover-to-cover -cover albums because you picked a hardcore band, Eric. I did? No, must be, uh, <laughs> must be some repetition here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked up one of the... Uh, I picked up one of the first hardcore bands I ever heard before I even knew what hardcore music was. And uh, this band I heard in, in kind of another weird way. This was on a, uh, uh, when I would get a, uh, when I get a new CD, either for, or either rent a CD from the library, and if it came out from Victory Records, they would have a bonus DVD or like a compilation CD. This one came with a DVD, and that was like, all right, check out some of these new music videos from these bands that have new releases this year, which that year happened to be uh, 2005. And one of the music videos that really stuck out to me, and mainly because of the music, was the song Wake of the Dead by Comeback Kid. And that was where I, that was where I first heard a hardcore band that was like, um, just heavier than, uh, heavier than like the Ramones or the Sex Pistols, because you know, that's who I knew at the time. Right. But not. Yeah, but not so heavy that they could be considered like a metalcore band or anything like that. Sure. It was just that nice in-betweener stuff that, honestly, I really needed to hear, and that's why it stuck with me. And it was a, and yeah, that Combat Kid record, it's still, I would say, my favorite record that they have released. And they have quite a few that are really good, but Wake the Dead was as just front-to-back phenomenal. Yes, it was good stuff. I like that band. I've got, I think, like six or six maybe six somewhere around six of the records it's good yeah somewhere around there and i think they're on the works for a new one right now but i can't say for certain because i i don't know what's going on in the music world these times except for at home recordings right <laughs> yeah pretty much but but in the meantime we can always go back and appreciate the past and this is a great way to do it so because it was the first song that i heard by them i'm gonna I chose the title track as one of the two songs from the Comeback Kid record. So let's hope that for those of you who may be hearing this song for the first time, maybe it'll grasp you in that same way. Excellent. Let's do it. Let's do it. We live, survive, down in death 
comeback kid's really good. Oh, yeah. They really are. You know, and you can kind of hear in this song why, uh, I guess, uh, Victory Records tried to choose this as a single to plug in that in that uh, DVD compilation of all the music videos. Right. And, you know, the music video was about as straightforward as uh, most hardcore videos are. You know, it was like uh, them playing in front of a, a crowd of their fans doing that sort of music video. Yeah, but the music was just so catchy that it stuck with me. And that was, I feel like uh, they pretty much embraced that magic of like, yeah, the music is catchy. It'll be stuck in your head, but it doesn't lose any aggression. Right. So good. Yeah, especially towards the end. Uh, but uh, speaking of aggression, that leads us to the uh, second song that I chose here. And uh, I remember how earlier we were talking about an EP called Talk is Cheap. Yep. Yep. Well, now I'm going to play the song Talk is Cheap. <laughs> exactly. Yes. The uh, the Scoffs, that was the name of their EP, is Talk is Cheap. And yes, you picked a track called Talk is Cheap, but not from the Scoffs yep. record. <laughs> unfortunately we're not doing the scoffs record but you know again this is just another song that uh is also showing off how uh comeback kid uh it's still sticking to their uh hardcore roots because this one is just a straight up banger you know it's not so much about being catchy it's just more about being aggressive right uh, yeah especially in the end you get that downstroke and uh breakdown thing yep this reminds me of like the first comeback kid record or even the uh even the EPs that they had done in, before they released that. So yeah, it, it was a great song and I feel like it needs to be exposed even more. You know, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's play it. Talk is cheap. Good stuff there. Comeback Kids, a great choice. They have a lot of good albums. That's one of the earlier albums 
earlier releases there from 2005. Their first releases came out in 2003. So definitely some of the earlier stuff, but great stuff nonetheless. Yeah, definitely one of the flag carriers was just uh, stuff that was like straightforward hardcore and just one of those bands that was trying to keep it alive in the new millennium, among you know, many others. But yeah, Comeback Kid always, always has been a standout to me. Great, great band. is a great choice. And I'm sure we'll be playing them again because they have a lot of other great releases too. Oh, yeah. We'll probably have to just go down the list. <laughs> yes. Lots of great hardcore up there from Winnipeg in Canada. Great stuff. We don't play enough. Uh, I don't think we play enough bands coming out of Manitoba area or Winnipeg. So it's it's great that Comeback Kid uh, is on the show. Yeah, it really is. That's another thing I forget. Like they're uh, not local to here. They're uh, a bit north. <laughs> yes. Yep. They're a little bit north of us. Great Canadian band. Uh, plays. They play a lot of festivals throughout the U.S. Though, because right, Canada's right there, same place. I think they were listed. Speaking of festivals, on Fest nineteen, which will be sometime this fall. I forget the dates. I think it's like end of October, beginning of November. And right. I don't know if it's going to actually happen or if they'll do like punk rock bowling. Speaking of it, which uh, if you go to punk rock bowling social medias, I think on their Instagram page they'll be doing some of these streaming performances coming up and another cool streaming performance dropkick murphy's next friday will be playing live in fenway park no audience but they'll be live in fenway park yeah (laughs) that'll be like how pink floyd played pompeii yeah (laughs) it's going to be a fantastic venue and i think uh bruce springsteen is supposed to come play with them maybe i don't know but Mm -hmm. Yeah, is or perform with them. I don't know. Maybe that'll happen, but tune in. It's going to be next Friday for us. I want to say it's like 4 p.m., maybe 6 p.m. Eastern time, so 3 p.m. Pacific. Go, Just go look up Dropkick Murphys. You'll find it. But if you're curious, not this Friday, but the next Friday. And then the, all this upcoming weekend, Punk Rock Bowling, just tune into their social medias. I think it's going to be on Instagram and maybe YouTube, not Facebook. I think some people were very happy they weren't doing anything on Facebook specifically. So <laughs> go check out Punk Rock Bowling social medias. They will be doing some sort of streaming of some bands that would have played the festival because we would have all been there this weekend. But now we're not. So we'll, yep. we'll be there next year. So, yeah, all those uh, punks who are going to uh, PRB, uh, just keep an eye out on your hometown. You know, you never know what they do while you're away. Exactly. <laughs> Well, let's play one more great cover-to-cover album. This band is from Peros, Greece, which I believe is somewhere near Athens, Greece. But they're from Greece nonetheless. The band is The Beggar Belief. Liam is great. I like his band a lot. They released their promo 2018 at the end of 2018. And we played the track on it, Burn It All Down, which is also on their new release. It's a full-length. It's nine-track full-length. It's coming straight through Crooked Streets, like we were talking about at the top of the show, because it was just released May 15th. I picked it up on Friday. I've been listening to it a bunch over the weekend. I really enjoy it. Burn It All Down is a great track, but since, even though it was the promo version of it uh, that came out in 2018, uh, and they've been due to release this, they even said they were due to release this, long overdue, so now it's out. Burn It All Down 
We played it before, so I'm not going to play it now. We're going to play a couple other tracks from it. So first up, let's listen to the track All Our Known Devices. Uh, great band out of Greece singing in English. So <laughs> right, so you'll be able to understand it because uh, if they would have sang it in Greek, I would have not understood it. But I still would have <laughs> liked it nonetheless because the Beggar Belief's got a great sound. So let's check it out. Let's do it. rock and roll in the punk today yep i guess that's what i was about to point out it's just uh especially with those like uh those glistening high notes in those uh guitar right. uh, you know like, you know just a little break between the vocal passages and it's like dee, 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 dee. <laughs> <laughs> it's good uh they just play those instruments well i think they do uh do a great job that's a cool track uh, you should definitely go check it out. I mean, that's why we're doing great cover-to-cover -cover albums because the stuff is really good. Uh, again, just barely came out just past Friday on the 15th. Uh, two releases on this episode. The Fail to Follow was also on the 15th. So two brand new ones, one from Salt Lake City. But these guys are from Greece. The album, again, is coming straight through Crooked Streets. Let's listen to one more, and then we'll move on to some metal tracks. The next stop... Out of here. That's the name of the track. We're not actually getting out of here just yet. Got a few tracks left, but next stop, out of here. Postpone. <laughs>
Next up, out of here. That was bigger. Jump out of here. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but I can't help but shake the uh, gothic front vibe that I'm getting from that, uh, at least that chorus. Because from what I'm hearing, it sounds like they're doing gotta, gotta, gotta go. Awesome. Yes, I get that. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. It, maybe they're saying something completely different, but I don't know. It sounds a little close. <laughs> gotta, gotta go. But yes, gotta get out of here. Pretty close. Yeah. Not, you know, not quite. Uh, I'm sure the rest of the lyrics are very different, but uh, yes, on the on those lines, indeed. Oh, yeah. But if anything, just uh, makes for, just kind of adds to the catchiness of it. I agree. That one, very catchy, and you definitely just go check it out. I really like Burn It All Down, too. Uh, there's a lot of great tracks to choose from as far as playing a great cover-to-cover album. Just go listen to all of them. It's The Beggar Belief, and you can go find it on their Bandcamp coming straight through Crooked Streets. Go find them on their social medias as well. Let's do some metal, though. Let's wrap up this show with some metal. What did you pick for some metal this week? I'll uh, pick the, uh, probably one of the only, nah, not the only, but one of the subliminal metal bands that have been around since its, in, since its inception. Right. Uh, so much so that it's been, they've been claimed to have been the uh, founders, if not the godfathers, of heavy metal. I am, of course, talking about Black Sabbath. <laughs> right. I was going to say, we haven't played anything older, but I don't really think you can find a whole lot uh, older as far as metal goes during metal. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so that would uh, kind of be pushing it. Like, uh, I don't know, unless you do an Edgar Winters Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's older, but it's not exactly quite uh, metal so much as it is, uh, I don't know, instrumental psych rock pretty much. <laughs> But, but but yeah, back to uh Sabbath. I had to choose uh I had to choose one and for me it was it was kind of an easy battle because this is probably my most favorite Black Sabbath song. And as I said earlier in the show, I had a uh see my music listening has been a lot on the uh, slow side for so a lot of the uh, doomy stuff, so I had to go I had to go back to Sabbath pretty much. Okay. And and yeah, the uh the Sabbath has been always on my, uh, always been on my playlist. Always been one of those go-to bands, and I can never get sick of them. Uh, but there's one song in particular, even you know, more so than War Pigs or Iron Man or, or or Black Sabbath. The song is just one that I can't seem to uh, to shake off my radar. I keep playing it, I keep playing it, and I just discover something new. I never get sick of it. 
And for me, that was the song Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. As if to say, Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Right? <laughs> but yeah, it's just been a, just been a great one. Just a, inclusive of pretty interesting riffs and probably the first time you can ever hear like a breakdown in a metal song in the middle of that track. That's awesome. Yeah, or at least the only time you could hear it, at least in that, uh, at least in that time zone, <laughs> right? Which was about uh, kind of the mid seventies, lurking into the later seventies. Yeah, yeah. This one came out uh, seventy three. First okay, release, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so still pretty early. Yep. So yeah, if you can think of any uh, chunky riffs coming out around that time that wasn't related to Sabbath, I advise. <laughs> I challenge you to get to tell me, but right. until then, <laughs> until then, let's uh, play this uh, kind of a long song. But you know, that's what most Sabbath tracks were. Let's do it.
is Sabbath, the bloody Sabbath. Yeah, the bloody Sabbath. And even after that range of heaviness in the middle there, it still is like, okay, let's uh, let things even out here. They just have that nice little, uh, that little kind of jazzy outro, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but Black Sabbath, it, yeah. I mean, who doesn't know who that band is? Right, and at that time, I mean, the 70s, early 70s, they started as a band, I think, around 69, and they'd only been a band a couple of years at this point in 73, so they're still, I don't want to say inventing, but that's kind of what they're doing, what their genre was. They, they were, didn't want to do, you know, some of the other stuff that was out, but they still, that's the kind of music that they might have been listening to, so still some influences maybe coming through, so yeah, there's a little bit of variety in there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even so much variety as you look at uh, the influx of bands who uh, label Black Sabbath as an inspiration of their sound. Bands from like, you know, Metallica to Slipknot and Korn, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, and even myself, who discovered them in the mid to late 2000s and was just trying to, I was just blown back to being like, this is about how heavy this old school music can be, which still has that vintage appeal to it. Right. I know it was just such a, and then I heard Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, and it was just like, how how can Black Sabbath get any heavier? And then I heard that song. Oh, yeah, that's how. Right, that's good stuff. <laughs> it really is good stuff. I hope uh, I hope everyone on here enjoyed that as as much as I did. Well, even gonna, over the phone, I still give it attention. <laughs> yes, you play one from '73. I'm gonna play one that's brand new. Came out this last Friday. It's on an upcoming album. The band is Spirit World. They're not a metal band, so I'm playing a metal track, a metal sounding track, in in place of where I would play a metal track, right? So it's still metal, and you could judge for yourself. But this band, Spirit World, I came across them probably a little over a year ago, and man, I was just down the rabbit hole for a couple of weeks because just blown away by their sound. There just wasn't anything like Spirit World at the time. And anybody out there that didn't hear those episodes about a year ago when I was playing some Spirit World stuff, definitely should check them out. Just go to their Bandcamp page and check out all the, the various releases. I mean, the, the reality, the, the real things that they sing about, but just the sound that they make, too. I mean, I think they say an all-American racket or loud American racket or loud racket or some shit like that. But they used to describe themselves as cosmic cowpunk. I don't know that they're going to do that anymore because I think they've adjusted their sound. So I'm really excited to hear the upcoming album. The album Pagan Rhythms is supposed to be released on July 10th. But this single, they just dropped it just out of nowhere. I mean, there's not a lot of social media or activity coming from this band. They did post that they released it, but not a lot else coming out. So from this last Friday on the 15th, the band Spirit World, they released the single... The bringer of light. You let me know what you think on the other side.
I think Stu Folsom's pretty amazing. What do you think of that track, Eric? Well, first thing I got to point out is it did sound metal to me. So, <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a lot of a uh, a lot of a uh, Pantera riff. Uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know, intensity, we'll say that. <laughs> yes, I will go with that. Absolutely. Uh, I think, and the reason why, like, if I would have just heard that track from that band just now and never heard of their tracks previous, as probably your exposure is to them, I would think, wow, that sounds like a metal band. And absolutely, I think there is some some Pantera sound in there as well. And if you just go look up Stu Folsom, go look up Spirit World, look up the, the stuff that he has done previous and you, it'll blow your mind at where we're at here. Like, I, I can't even not play a track. I'm going to play a little bit of a track, not a whole track, just a little bit of a track of Spirit World of a previous release, because I keep describing them as Cosmic Cowpunk, because that's what they were. And so just so people have a legit comparison, and then you can go listen on your own, everybody, to Spirit World on their band camp, and you should. I promise you, you're going to enjoy it. But we'll give a little sample just so you can compare that Pantera-esque metal that we just heard to what this is. So we'll play a little bit of a track called Menthols and Adderall, and then you can compare what you were just listening to. And it's the exact same band, Spirit World, Stu Folsom's band. keep going on i really like that band but that is the band so do you after hearing that does that sound like what you just heard in that other track the bringer of light not even close (laughs) (laughs) so if i'm telling you right now that that's the exact same band you you know as far as that is spirit world and if you go to their Bandcamp page both of those releases are spirit world and if you look at the album cover of Pagans, uh, Pagan Rhythms, and then any other album cover on that page, and they all say Spirit World, so you know it's all Spirit World. I'm, I'm going to keep saying the band name because it's the same band. Doesn't sound like it, though, right? Yeah, it doesn't. I do like the, I do love the idea that there's just a, for, for lack of a better word, variety in their, in the discography, from what right? I've heard. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, it's been just cool that people are able to uh, bend the notes like that, like quite literally bend the notes in such a way where genre bending. I I totally agree. Uh, I found that metal track that they just released just amazing compared to, and uh, that song you just heard, Menthols and Adderall, they have 
I want to say like six, seven other tracks released, a couple like EP, Split, stuff like that. That's all they had previously released to Spirit World. Stu Folsom did other stuff before that. And just, you know, we're wrapping the show up. So people go check that out on your own, or maybe we'll play them again here in the future. But you heard that song. I mean, that kind of has that country guitar mixed in with the punk and kind of how he uh, screams out the vocals, kind of like blood for blood, kind of sounds like blood for blood vocals, but with different kind of different singing. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That was a bit of a. That was a bit of a comparison there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I recommend you and everybody else go check out Spirit World. I really, really enjoy their other stuff that they've done, and I'm super excited to hear any everything else that's coming out on Pagan Rhythms because the bringer of light is completely different than what they did before. It's not the same. It's not even the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what makes it good, right? <laughs> exactly. I like them both. So definitely there's not a single complaint there. That's just observation. It's not the same thing, but they're both great. Uh, let's wrap the show up. That was it. Those are all the metal picks. Those are all the picks. I hope you enjoyed all the tracks. That was episode 160. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, and at slcpunkcast.com. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Idiots underscore on underscore drugs at fail to follow at the scoffs at Teufel underscore street punk at vitamin X underscore official at comeback kid underscore HC. That's for hardcore. You better know that by now at the beggar belief at black Sabbath at spirit world profit. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? I am going to be on Instagram at Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. And my band uh, is also on Instagram at Facebook. Instagram is at Anonymous underscore Band Official. And Facebook is at Anonymous SLC. And uh, I also got to plug the fact that I am uh, still a freelance writer, uh, writing mostly for at Stegan's Youth. And do have some uh, do have some pretty cool album reviews coming out, and I'm hoping to get them all uh, at least get a few of them done tonight, and have them put up in have them put up in the next uh, few days. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Uh, that is fantastic, and that is just great. And well, what I want to say is you're going to be doing your surgery tomorrow, so everybody out there. That's how you can get a hold of him. That's how you can also let him know you're thinking about him and send positive vibes his way. But he ain't going to skip a beat. He's going to be here next week when we do 161. You can find all these bands on Facebook at Idiots on Drugs, at Fail to Follow, at The Scoffs, at Beer Toyfeld, dot Street Punk, at Vitamin XHC, at Comeback.Kid, at The Beggar Belief, at Black Sabbath, and the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric... I wish you the best of surgery and however else you can say yes. I hope it goes well. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been saying it a lot. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of positive energy in the air. The uh, the penultimate day of my surgery. So it's, yeah, it's uh, got to be weird. When, you know, when you plan surgeries out because you know it's coming, as opposed to the last one you weren't planning on coming, and it just kind of happened. Yep, that's true. And I'm surprised <laughs> it was happening uh, this fast. <laughs> right. Yeah, if anything, I could just say nothing more, but I'm a speedy, 
Um, speedy recovery. <laughs> yes, speedy recovery, because we need you here next week. I'll be listening to some great music. Everybody go check out all these bands. A lot of great bands on this episode. A lot of great albums. A lot of great new releases. A lot of really good new releases. So go check out all that stuff. Thank you, Eric. That was episode 160. Uh, let's do it again next week. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.